All right, everybody, welcome back to Fast X NBA edition. Fisher, you had to say something, then you're out of here. You just don't watch the NBA. Yet. I don't blame you. You're up, buddy. I don't. I don't, I don't want to pretend I do because that would be uh, the, the NBA really regular straight. season grind is brutal. Brutal. <laughs> Everyone's sitting right now. It kind of sucks. But. I, I, I'm a mental midget. I can't handle the grind of an NBA schedule. Look, I got to shout out two people. Number one, representing the 618, Jordan Goodwin had a career night on Friday, pretty close to home in Indiana. Uh, only a four-hour drive from uh, the St. Louis area. He had 19 points, five steals. You watch him in these games, he is not afraid of anything. He plays aggressive. He was one of the best rebounding guards in the nation in college, like all four years. Like, it was just incredible. Um, so, shout-out to Jordan Goodwin, um, just playing awesome. And Bradley Beal's out right now, so he's big shoes to fill. Yeah, uh, they played the Nets tonight. I was watching a little bit. He was guarding Kyrie Irving, which is crazy to think about that someone played in our hometown high school conference is guarding one of the better point, like, yeah, like mm-hmm. all time great point guard. And that's, that's crazy. I'm right now, he's some of the people that he guard in the South Seven Conference are just more tougher than Kyrie Irving. I can tell you that. I mean, oh, I freaking hate Kyrie. Oh, yeah. Oh, oh, yeah. <laughs> Not talent wise, but mental toughness. Oh, yeah. Yeah, I mean, you watched uh, – uh, And they, they rank they, above Kyrie and not hating Jewish people. They do. Uh, yeah. we're, we're very we're very <laughs> inclusive here in the South 7 Conference. <laughs> yeah. Uh, a few weeks ago, they played the Lakers, and he got switched on to LeBron a few times. It's like, wow, that's crazy. Like, this guy's playing LeBron. The other that's, guy I want to shout out is, uh, man, Jacob's just handing out free money on chalkboard. Go check him out. I use DraftKings because I'm a degenerate. And uh, it's not working on chalkboard right now. I don't know what he uses, but whatever he uses, it's working. He's 9-0-1. Whatever he hit tonight will probably hit. I think he hit the Thunder. So make sure to follow him. And uh, I'm out of here, guys. See ya. Yeah, like Fisher said, check out the chalkboard. Uh, all of December, we're doing – or I'm doing kind of like a 25 days of Christmas. I'm just posting one one pick a day. Start off really hot. We're 9-0-1. Um, we're hoping to keep it up. So – Tune into that, and those those go live early afternoon usually. Um, we got a few headlines we're going to get into. Um, been an interesting week of basketball. It's kind of synonymous to how football is going right now. There's some teams that aren't playing good that start off hot, and there's some teams that are sneaking up the sneak, sneak up the standing. So it's kind of an interesting time right now. But like we talked about, we're also getting to the point in the season where load management's in full effect. People are having little nagging injuries and it's getting to the part of the NBA season. That's not a whole lot of fun to watch, but um, we're still giving you some free picks. We're still going to talk about it. So my first thing is we all saw it. It's all over sports center, all over ESPN. What do you guys think about Zion's 360 windmill? I mean, obviously it's a cool dunk, but like, I want to know your guys thoughts. Garrett's a Suns fan. So that might've hit him a little different, but like, what, do you guys, what do you guys think about that, about that unwritten rule of not doing that? Like, cause I don't know. I've got some interesting opinions on it. I, I'm not a basketball player. I'm just a basketball fan. So that's kind of all of us. None of us really played basketball. But what do you guys think about that? Let me talk uh, before Garrett starts crying about it. All right. I freaking about. love it. I freaking love it. Give me all of it. He said, he said, that's out of character for me. And you could tell, you know, if you know Zion, he doesn't do that type of stuff. But I love it. Give me more of it. He said, I was out all year last year and those guys knocked my guys out of the playoffs. And he just freaking pissed in their mouth, windmill. I mean, he was, they were stomping him anyway. 
He just freaking 360 dunked right in their freaking mouth. And I freaking love it. I freaking love it. Campaign over there acting like he's going to do something. Your My arms are bigger than yours, Campaign. Let's get let's get fired up. Let's get to the locker room one time. Let's get in the shower and get home. I mean, I, listen, it's an unwritten rule. I wasn't too upset about it. I'm going to be completely honest with you. It's it's the NBA season. I don't I don't really care. I would say, like, in generally, if it would have been me or anybody else, I'm pretty sure we probably would have just pulled it out. But, Grant, we don't have Zion's athleticism, so I can't say that. I but, uh, you know, I, I can't, I'm not going to be mad at it. I mean, you're early in the season. I mean, when I say yeah, – I, I mean – I probably wouldn't have been happy that he did it either if I was a son. Yeah, you know I mean, I mean, I wouldn't say I would just like been happy they did that, but I don't think I would have made it escalate as big as it was. Yeah, my, my two cents on it were a. I think what a lot of times we forget is that the NBA is just an entertainment sport, and like yeah. you're telling me, if you are a Pelicans fan, you're at that game. I think you a you just love it. You love seeing that type of Duncan person just showing off that type of athleticism and. I did like Zion's comments after he said he understands that's out of character, but kind of mentioned about how it hurt that the Suns sent them packing last year. And so they're, they had that one on the calendar playing the Suns. And I think as the Suns, you can take that as a sign of respect. And the one thing, like Tyler said, is the thing that I found interesting about it is if you look at the people that weren't mad about it, or not saying they weren't mad, but like campaign looked like he was about to fight somebody. He's about 5'2, he needs to sit down. And Chris Paul, maybe one of the most overrated point guards of all time, he's up in oh, the flames about it. So you got the three – like three guys have been carrying your team this year is D.A., Booker, and McCall Bridges. And I didn't see them in that scuffle. Like those are the guys who've been doing the heavy lifting, and they're like, all right, whatever, let's just go. So that that's the one thing I had is like, I mean, Chris Paul and freaking – I mean, I'm a big Chris Paul hater. So seeing him all mad about it, that made me happy, but – um, I think when you're a professional athlete, you're there to entertain first and foremost, and you're there to play good for your team. And so I, I didn't have much of an issue as I am putting on a, um, putting on a show for the home fans. Um, I think Garrett had a good perspective on either that even as a Suns fan, he didn't. I just think it's that type of stuff is good for headlines. It's good, good for clips. Um, and I think it makes her better gonna, too, like, what if the Suns do play the Pelicans in the playoffs, and then they remember that, and then it just yeah. gets, it's just a little more chirpy, you know? And I and that's what people want in the playoffs. That's what people want these big matchups. Like we sit here and have cupcake matchups every single day. Like it's gonna suck. So like when they play again, it's gonna be like a better matchup in general because of that. Yeah, yeah. no, I, absolutely. I I, w- I wouldn't say it was my about it, so. I think uh, another good thing that CJ McCollum said in his post game was like if you're mad about it, just go back and play defense like you normally would have. Like if you're, if you don't want them to score, run back on defense, the game's not over. So I don't know. So I have to, I'm, I'm going to disagree with that comment more than the others. Cause I, it was over. Like it, the, there was well, I mean, no one to dribble it out. If you want to dunk right in your face, then don't lose by 20 either. Okay. I've, I, I'm not saying, I'm not disagree with that Tyler. I'm just saying at that point, like, don't I wouldn't say go back and play defense. Like if it, there's less than 20 seconds and you're down by 20, I don't think anybody is going to run back on defense that hard. Let's just be honest. Yeah. Anyway. All right. The uh, kind of segueing into our next topic is do you guys think the Pelicans are good enough to win it all? Um, they've won seven in a row. They're nine out of 10 of their, they've won nine out of their last 10. Zion has been a 
top five player in the league. I don't care what anybody says since Brandon Ingram's been out. He is averaging 25, seven and four on the whole season. He's doing it on 61 from the field, 35 from three and 72 from the free throw line. And then you're getting Brandon Ingram and Herb Jones, who's their best defender back soon. And rebounding is super important in this league. Um, not so much. I mean, defensive rebounding and just avoiding other teams getting second chances is massive. Um, and they probably have the best one-two punch at center in basketball. And you got Jonas Valanciunas, and then you got Larry Nance Jr. off the bench. So uh, do you guys think they are a true title contender or maybe in the future? Uh, I think this year will be an interesting one because it's kind of one of those things that you have. This team's young. They're really young. I yeah. mean, I love Willie Green, the uh, head coach. Uh, but the, th- the thing that worries me is the youth. Um, none of them have been there. None of them have – You know, I mean, they've only been in the first round of playoffs. McCollum's kind of been there, but he's really – McCollum's kind of – that's it. Right. Yeah, I mean, it, 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 no one's really – none of your stars, your guys that you think – like, I think I love Brandon Ingram and – Zion is your top two players, and neither <laughs> one of those two have been very far in the playoffs. So that, it's one of those things that I think this year's the experience experience year for them. But I mean, they, I mean, sure, if they get in there, I mean, they have enough talent to go that this go the distance. It's just a matter of if uh, they can put it together. You know what I mean? I agree. If they're not going to do this year, I think they're like a year off, probably just for everybody to mature. They make like a deeper run this year and then come back. Next year with more experience, maybe get a piece or two, maybe a better guard or something. But uh, wouldn't mind that. But um, Zion playing at an MVP level. Yeah, one one thing I think is interesting about this team is they don't really know how to take their foot off the gas, which can be a good thing. But at the same time, in, in this league on a gruelingly long schedule, you, to an extent, need to – so I, I just hope their their staff does a good job of kind of managing because we've seen Brandon Ingram struggle with injuries this year and in his career and uh, Zion so explosive that he's going to have some nagging injuries and some bumps and bruises from time to time. So I think just staying healthy is a big thing for this team because when they're all when they're all on the floor, um, they're they're tough to beat. They're they're energetic. They play hard and they're deep. Um, if, so. if this team stays healthy, I would take them at plus nine fifty right now to win that conference. Yeah, but right, the, I, uh, oh, go I, ahead. I don't I don't I don't know if they're going to stay healthy. That's the only thing I have to say about that. So it's one of those things that I like I'd be betting against betting on a team that doesn't traditionally stay healthy. So that's a tough one for me. Yeah. All right. Well, the uh, since we got Garrett on the next headline I want to talk about is what do you make of this? Uh, this sun skid? I definitely don't think it's a it's not a long term thing. I'm not worried about the Suns whatsoever. They've lost four in a row and five of their last six. Um like what do you, what do you think needs to improve? A um, couple of notes I had is I think from a perspective, and I don't watch Suns as much as you do, but I think the most underrated three in the entire league is McCall Bridges. Oh, 100%. I think he is so good, and they do not use him enough. Um, he's got sixteen point seven percent usage, and he's averaging like fifteen or sixteen points on. I don't remember the numbers, but. I know he's over 50% from the field. He's, he was a 40% three-point shooter for a lot of the beginning of the year. Um, yeah, the I, things I see from this team is that DA is a coin flip. I mean, if you get the guy that can score you 20 and 10 every night, they're a great team. If you get the DA that's going to score 12 and maybe have six or seven rebounds, it's tough. 
Um, Got to give credit to Booker. He keeps getting better every year. Um, I, like I said, I'm up on the list of a Chris Paul hater, but this team was playing better ball when they had campaign at point. So, I well, I, I'm going to add this to your point. Um, Chris Paul came back for the <laughs> Celtics, Celtics game, correct? Okay. Yeah. So, they lose he to played, the Mavericks. They played good the first yeah. uh, Pelicans game. So they lose to the Mavericks. I'm not going to say that's a terrible loss. They didn't like you. Know, you you go on skits today. Like then you play the Celtics at home. That was not. I mean, you, they just didn't. If you watch that game, they couldn't hit the broadside of a barn. It was ugly. No one was doing anything. And then you've lost at the Pelicans back to back games. One game with Devin yeah, Booker. The last game. And then one game without Devin Booker. So it's one of those things that you kept a team within five. Yeah, you know I mean, a game within five without yeah. your best player. So I wouldn't say that's an L. So, I mean, it's one of those things that all four of these teams that they played, you're talking about the Mavericks have arguably, the, uh, you know, probably the MVP on their team right now. Um, Celtics are probably the best team in basketball all around. If I had to choose one it, with the health right now. And then the Pelicans, they're just youthful and they're they're getting after it. And it's the middle of the season. So it's one of those things that I'm sitting there, I'm like, yeah, it's 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 mid midway through the year. I, I'm not too mad about it. I think it's pretty reasonable. Yeah, I, I, I lean towards it just being a little slump just because the Suns are very talented. Um like I kind of mentioned though, I just think one thing you gotta do if you're Monty Williams, you got to see how much Bridges is given to you right now. And oh, yeah. get him a little more use, especially because you can take a little bit of load off Booker because, I mean, Booker's having a great year. And, I, I mean, with DeAndre Ayton, it's just tough. You know, you don't know – you don't always know what you're going to get from him. But but when you haven't have – Bridges have such a good year and you've got arguably the best backup point guard in all of basketball. Um, I don't know, man. I, I don't know. I don't know what you do, but – I don't make much of it, but they have been struggling lately. Yeah. All right. The uh, next thing we're going to talk about is, are the Raptors in a slump like the Suns, or are they in trouble? Um, here, I'll read off a little stats for you, just a little numbers. They are 29th out of 30 teams in effective field goal percentage, which effective field goal percentage just gives you an extra bonus for threes. They are 26th in three-point field goal percentage, and they are 27th in pace. So they're a horrible shooting team, and they play slow. They're middle of the road in overall offensive efficiency, and they're they're shining. They're they're uh, good. But the good news is they're top ten in defensive rating. Um, I don't know how much you guys have watched this Raptors team. They might have the worst half-court offense in the NBA. They they are horrible. They, their best is when they're playing good defense and they can run a gun. But uh, yeah, I don't know. Like I, what do you guys think? I I personally, I, I right now I lean towards them being in trouble. I don't I don't love this team. I think Scotty Barnes and Ananobi and Siakam are pretty good. I'm so low on Fred VanVleet. Gary Trent's had a poor year. Um, so I don't know. I don't know what you what you guys think. But I wouldn't label Gary Trent as having a poor year. I mean, he's averaging 17 points a game and he's came off the bench not quite half the time, a little less than half the time, but I mean, he's... He's been a lot better lately. He started off pretty bad. That's when they kind of moved him to the bench. 
the interesting part about this whole team is just the size that the this team can throw out there. Yeah, I mean, you're talking about six, seven, six, eight with Siakam and Anobi, but there's been times where you've just seen Scotty Barnes out there that's six, seven. And I don't know if you guys know this guy named, uh, where's his Delano uh, Banton? Six, seven, 204 pound point guard. I mean, they, they, they sometimes don't have a guy under six foot seven out there on the floor, which is pretty insane. But uh, it, I don't know. It, it's going to be interesting. I love OG Ananobi. Obviously, Pascal's only played 17 games. Has he been playing here lately? I haven't. I, this is one team. Yeah, he's been, he's been back. It's, uh, I don't know. I, I think just the defense will get this team straightened out at some point. Yeah. They, they, they just play defense. I mean, I, I would say if I had to choose a team, and, let, and uh, Nick Nurse is a great coach. So I, uh, I don't. I don't. I think they they're just kind of scared right now. I think they'll they'll still end up in the playoffs if you ask me. No, I agree. I think they'll. You got any thoughts on that, Tyler? Yeah, I think they'll end up in the playoffs. I do think that maybe we had them. I think I maybe had them overrated. Maybe a few others did too. I think they'll still be in the playoffs, but I don't think they'll be like a top six team. I think they'll be in the that playing tournament. Yeah. Ooh, I don't know. I don't know if the, I don't know if they get that low. I think I think I think they're I they're, think they'll be in the five right or six now. spot. I think they'll be in they're the five five hundred at the moment. I think they'll be in the five or six spot. The hard the hard part about the Raptors too is if they can get out of the play in or just uh, if they win through the play in. Anytime you get in a seven game series, they're so good at home, um, yeah. which is tough. But, but if you're, I don't know. They got some stuff to figure 18, out. Um, if you're an eight seed, you're not getting home field like our home court. Like, it, I mean, you'll play three games in a seven yeah. game. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, it's really not. I mean, if you're if you're not a if you're a good team that plays at home, that's great. But you have to also be a very good team, like a, I, you know, a top team in the East. I didn't even realize. I, I'd like I'd like to see them trade or uh, sign a shooter that is a little bit. A little bit consistent from three. I mean, they're they're horrible three point shooting. I said they're twenty six and three point field goal. Um, I don't know necessarily who'd be available or anything, but I'd like to see them pick up a shooter. Um, Gary Trent's their best shooting shooting option right now, and he comes off the bench. Um, I'm intrigued with Fred Van Fleet. Fred Van Fleet's been terrible compared to what he normally has been last from three point line. I mean, he he's a traditional thirty-seven to forty percent shooter, but he's shooting, you know, I mean, nine three-pointers a game, and right now he's shooting thirty-two percent. I I mean, that's just not going to cut it. Yeah, missing almost a whole three a game right now, and oh, an yeah. extra three a game yeah. for Doy's. All right, well, there's a there's a small little site. We're going to rip through these real quick, just fast acts. Um, First game of the night is on TNT, Celtics minus three and a half at the Lakers. Um, everyone's playing for the Celtics. Uh, the Lakers are just playing good. My – oh, my – if I if I'm doing this from a betting perspective, I think the Celtics should cover that. I would not personally advise betting this game unless you want to throw a small play on the Lakers' money line. The public is all over – all over the Celtics recently, and when you got these games on TNT, they get they get a little bit more, little get more looks from the betting public, and so 
this won't be on my card, but I do think the Celtics should be able to win this game. Yeah. And they're going to be on a back-to-back. It's, it's so. like what Jacob said. The public's on them. Anthony Davis and LeBron are playing in this one. I think that's probably why the Lions yeah. came back because it just seems like any time. And the, the Celtics play tonight too. So Yeah. And a, a combination and of that just, stuff. Let's just be honest. LeBron shows up for big games, and generally if LeBron shows up for big games, everybody else generally shows up for big games because he generally facilitates it like that. So uh, it'll be an interesting one, to say the least. That'll, that'll be a fun game to watch. Lakers plus three and a half. Mm. Mm. Where's it at? L.A. Yeah, it's at L.A. Love it. Lakers plus three and a half. All right. Kings at the Sixers. Sixers minus five and a half. I think this is pretty straightforward. Give me Sixers minus five and a half. The Kings, I'm high on the Kings this year. I, lo- I love this team, but they cannot play basketball on the road. They're awful on the road. Um I, I love the Sixers in this spot. I I, I like the I like the Sixers in this spot. So is Darren Fox going to play? Let's check that. He's questionable for tomorrow night's game. That even makes me even more happy. I'd take the 76ers minus six and a half right now, or <laughs> minus five and a half, whatever. Because if he doesn't play, that's a lock. That's an absolute lock. Um, and if not, then it's probably fifty fifty. But uh, I I don't see anybody stopping Joel on this one. And uh, although Tyrese Maxey's out, I still think – I still love that line. I still think 76ers won. Give me the 76ers. Warriors at the Bucks. There's no line out on this right now. This is the second – or uh, this is the second one on TNT. Vice versa, the Warriors play first and then the Bucks. Um, I would have to imagine it's at Milwaukee. I would guess it's going to be a two- to four-point spread. Um, say more than that. Yeah, be more I than that. You're gonna, I think you're going to see a minus five and a half, minus six and a half in this one. I don't think you are. Just the way you saw the Warriors play the other day with Steph and all them. Yeah, and with the, with the Warriors being two and eleven away, I and the Bucks twelve and three at home. I see. I see. I'm still probably going to take the Bucks minus six and a half, but especially with Andrew Wiggins almost guaranteed to be out. That's 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 a big factor. A couple things I like in this. Um, I it it's hard to say without a line, but depending on what it is, if you can get something that's more, if you can get something that's kind of over the three or four number, I really like the Warriors. Um, that's another team we talk about showing up for big games. I mean, you get the Celtics; they're the best road team in basketball. They're the best team in basketball in general, and they show up and they they handled the Celtics no issue at home. And Steph put on a clinic. Clay Thompson got red hot. Um, so I, I like the Warriors with the points, depending on what the line's at. Um, and I really like if you can get something under 20 for Clay Thompson, which I don't know if it will be. If you can get anything under 20 for his points prop, I mean, hit that over. I would even go as far as say if you can get anything under 23 or 24, maybe hit it because he he steps up in these big games and um, he's one of the best shooters that can get stupid hot. Give me the Bucks. Give me Chris Middleton over points too. All right. The uh, next game we got is Suns minus five and a half at the Rockets. I would almost have to guarantee this line is accounting for Devin Booker not playing. I still like um, five and a half. He's he's out. He is out tomorrow. I still like it. Minus he's five. out tomorrow. 
if if he's out tomorrow, I would I would probably look into what you're going to get on a Bridges point prop. Um, yes, Sangoon is not the best defender. Um, I'd look at the A's point prop and rebounds, and then um, I'll be honest, I, I kind of like the Rockets here at home. They step up when big teams come into town and. Out of the crappy teams at the bottom of the league, the Rockets might be the one team that can beat about anybody. I mean, I think they're better than the Magic and they're better than the Spurs, but uh, all um, of we'll, we'll I, I don't, I, that, that's an interesting game. I don't see, I don't see this Rockets team being the Suns twice. They've yeah. already beat them once this year. They only play three games. I just don't see it happening. So, uh, although I not, I mean, five and a half points. More than you think. Uh, this is another I'd game where we talk, we, talk, we talk about this almost every time I mention the Suns. This is another game where if you get the version of DA that we all know he can play like, I don't think this game is going to be even close. No, but no. If, if you get the the DeAndre that sometimes shows up and doesn't look like he wants to play basketball, then it'll be an issue. Our next game is Pelicans minus two at Utah. I have zero clue where this line came from. Brandon Ingram and Herb Jones are still out, but they've been out. Um, Zion is playing. Like, I I just have no clue where this came from. Um, that's a line that almost scares me because Utah's been playing bad and Pelicans been red hot. But it's, it's tough for me not to want to take the Pelicans in that one. Yeah, I, I'd have to agree. That line is scary though. What's yeah. the uh? What, like what I, if, sharps on? Off, I would just, I would have guessed that'd been a four and a the half, sh- five and a half point game. The money they, if you look at the amount of bets and the money, the the money still on the sharps or on New Orleans. Love it. Give me New Orleans. I mean, you're, you're talking about ninety. It's eighty nine percent of the bets are on New Orleans, but ninety five percent of the money is on New Orleans. So I mean, uh, that's that's a crazy number to think of. Yeah, I don't, I don't get that line. But all right, we're gonna do something fun. We've not done this on the pod. We're gonna us three right here. We are going to we're gonna. You guys have may play two K if you watch basketball. We are gonna redraft the current NBA players. And we're gonna see. We're going to see how we value players. And here, here's the stipulation. We have to take them at their current age and their current skill level. So we're not taking current players in their prime. We're taking them right now. So you're rebuilding a team. And this is for this is for a franchise. This is not for – this isn't like a win now. I mean, you're trying to win – you're trying to be good now, but you're also taking factoring in longevity is basically what I'm trying to say. So um, the draft order, we just – we're just going to go Garrett, Tyler, me. And it's going to be a snake draft, so it'll be one, two, three, three, two, one. So we're going to go ahead. Garrett's right. got the first pick. Uh, we're just doing I, a starting I, five. No, no bench. I, I got Giannis. I mean, I, I don't know if there's a player you can skip over. I think that one's just the most obvious pick in the first one. Um, for the fat stacks drafts, my franchise will be the Chicago Bulls, and uh. I will pick uh, Jason Tatum. Oh, I like that one. That's a small okay. forward. Sorry. Take him at small forward. Yeah, that, I mean that you one, can that switch those later. 
We can switch those later. I, I, I love it. I love the I love the respect we're giving to JT, but I, that hurts. St. Louis native, seen him play in high school, Jason Tatum. Just just like Tyler said, he's gonna be the Bulls. That's his team. Garrett's gonna be the Phoenix Suns. I'm gonna be the Boston Celtics. So JT was he was up there. He was up there on my draft board, but uh I, I get it. So uh I, I'm taking Luke at the point guard. He is like 23 and one of the better offensive players in the league right now. Um I think I'd, I'd like to see him play with a little bit, a little bit more pieces, and I think his game and his basketball IQ could adapt to that. Like right now, he's in a system where we see him just have a crazy usage rate. But so I got him at point guard. Yeah, so well, that goes up. That's, that's that's back to me. Yet. Um, all right, so number two. I'm going to go ahead and I'm just going to go in order. Number two, super young, one of the more efficient scorers in the league right now. Garrett's going to love this. I'm taking D-Book. Oh. He's young. Oh. Um, he's, oh. he's a walking bucket. Um, and, yeah, I think he is he, – he's, he's legit. He's a lot younger than people realize. He's like, what, 26? Uh, I think he's literally 26, yeah. 25, 26. He's he's young. He is twenty six. He's good. He not, he's good. I don't. I don't think. I think no. he's just entering his prime. Which yes, is pretty scary to think about. I, I like. I don't know his stats, but he's having the best year of his career on the best efficiency. I know. I know that. All right. Chicago Bulls second back over- to, back Tyler second overall pick. One of the most efficient scorers in the league. Maybe the best high school highlight tape I've ever seen, Zion Williamson. Don't mind that pick. Big Z, baby. Tatum and Zion Williamson, we're starting off hot. You're just your coach K would be loving you. Right <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I love it. Never played together, but I love it. All right, who who are the Phoenix Suns selecting in the, the second second round of the NBA redraft? You guys are gonna think I'm crazy for this one, but give me the Joker. Mm. The Joker. Don't love Yas, it. Don't hate Jokic. it. Yon can get Yon respect. Jokic down low, man. I think out of all the all the top centers in the league, that Jokic might be the best fit with Giannis. I mean. Knock down the three and has excellent court vision. Yeah, I, if, I if like you're that talking about lot. fit as an actual team, just his his court vision's elite at the five position. All right, you got another pick, Garrett. I know. Uh, I got to think about this. Just the guys I was expecting are out. I mean, what do we think? Do you think we're stupid or something? You know what? You know what? You know what? You know what? He, he thought crazy. we were going to sleep is, on D. This, this, I, I did. I honestly thought D-Book was gonna last. Till I was hoping D-Book was gonna last. <laughs> give me KD. At hey, the we give you a hard time. But he, give me KD at the small forward. I want, I want three seven foot guys. I want KD at the small forward, Giannis at the four, and I want Jokic at the five. All right, all right, guys. Chicago Bulls third overall pick. I'm gonna bring back the magic that the Boston Celtics has at shooting guard. I'm gonna get Jalen Brown. 
really good pick there. I mean, he is he's good and he's on he's good on a team with Jason Tatum. And it's like when you're good on a guy that needs the ball that much, when you're good on a team with the guy that needs the ball that much, like imagine what he'd be doing on some of the other teams without well, he's still got those pieces. Um so um man, this is tricky. I am going to go. Man, this this might be this might be something that is going to surprise you guys, but I'm going to take Jeremy Grant at the three. You guys have both already taken your threes. He is very young and he is salty. I mean, he's, he's putting up 20, 22 on a team that's got Simons and uh, Simons and uh, uh, Lillard on it. I mean, he he's legit and he is he's tall. I don't know how tall he is. He's probably six eight, six ten. And he can shoot the ball. He can get get you put posts. He can get you boards. I, I really like what I see from that guy. Um, and then let me look something up real quick. Uh, so this guy is this guy's younger than I thought. I'm taking Joel Embiid at the center. Yeah, um, cool. he's only 28. And all of these centers that are super good, AD, Embiid. Uh, Jokic done a little bit better, but they they're they're going to get banged up from time to time. But when Joel Embiid's on the court, I mean that guy can do it all. He's he's fun to watch. Oh yeah. So Joel Embiid's going to be my my next pick there. Am I up? Yep. Yeah. Fourth overall pick. We're going to the point guard position. Damn it. I don't know if you think I'm going to pick. He's younger. Yep. I know who you're picking. He plays for the Oklahoma City Thunder. Oh, Shane Gilders Alexander. Like that it. was the that was the only only correct pick there. If you took, I, I, I uh, agree. If you took the guy that Garrett's going to take, I would punch you in the face. <laughs> I know. Who do you think I was going to take? I was I was thinking it was in between two players. What? You're going to take Halliburton. Nope. Give me John Morant. I I was in between him and John Morant. See, I, th- there's no shot if I was building – and this is going to be a hot take, and I'm going to get ripped apart for this. There's no shot if I'm rebuilding a team, like one of these superstar teams, if we're talking about a true fit. Like, if we're talking about talent, he's up there, but John Morant would never – he probably wouldn't be in my top six or seven point guards to take if I have to fit him with other stars. I don't think his play style meshes well with that. That's just me. It, but if we're talking it, about talent, we're just doing this fun draft. I get it. He's you got to yeah. give him his flowers. He's, he's legit, I, but – yeah, I mean, the only person I can argue over him, I'm not taking Trey Young. I'd rather have Jaw over Trey Young. I mean, I guess I could put Steph on it, but he's a little old. And I guess I, maybe Darius Garland would be my next option if I had to choose off off Jaw Morant. That honestly, that's probably who I should have taken. Um, shooting guard. I mean, I I think that there's there's only one answer for me right now. I think that's Donovan Mitchell. Although he's not consistent, I think I have to take him. Yeah, I mean, when he's hot, he is hot. No question about it. All right, last pick uh, overall. For this this one, you guys should be fighting over a player right here. For the Chicago Bulls. This player is originally from Chicago. Yep. When he is at his best, he is yep. the best player in the world, in my opinion. Yes. Absolutely. Give me Anthony Davis at the five. Absolutely. That was a great one. That was a great one. Yeah. I mean, my team is unmatched. I mean, 
<laughs> oh Lord. I don't know how I don't know how your team guards mine though. Doesn't matter. We're gonna score everybody out of the building. <laughs> okay. <laughs> yeah, um I have kind of screwed around and maybe maybe messed up just a little bit here. So um because I the small forward position might have the biggest drop off and Right next to it would be the power forward. And I drafted those two last, and you guys kind of got me there on the yeah on the good one. So um I'll give you the person that you should draft. Who who should I draft? You should draft Brandon Ingram. Yeah. Yeah. That's it was between BI, Chris Middleton, and Andrew Wiggins. And I think Brandon Ingram's probably the best one out of those guys. So that that's who that's who I'm gonna take. Shout out my Duke guy. Uh Jeremy Grant. I'm playing at power forward. I said small forward, but at power forward. So, not gonna lie, I think I think I lose. But you guys, you guys, let us know in the comments. Um, you give my team five years, I'm beating you guys. But okay, right now I, I'm probably dead last. But all my let's guys just run through the teams real quick. The the Phoenix Suns, their point guard is John Morant, shooting guard Donovan Mitchell, small forward KD, power forward Giannis, and Nikola Jokic at the center. The Chicago Bulls, SGA at the point guard, Jalen Brown, JT at the three, big Zion Williamson at the four, and AD at the center. That's Those two teams are insane. And, uh, <laughs> like I said, I, I'll, I'll just be honest. I probably lost this draft. I got Luka at the one, D-Book at the two, Brandon Ingram at three, Jeremy Grant at four, and Joel Embiid at five. So let us know. Let us know who you think is going to win that. Um That'd be a hell of a playoff series, boys. Those two teams were going at it. Um, <laughs> score might yeah. be 100, 190 to 188 would be the well, final. We're gonna put, we're gonna custom make them and uh, NBA. Yeah, we need to, we need to sim them. We're on start 2K. streaming NBA 2K23, and we're gonna put our teams together and we're gonna figure it out. All right, <laughs> sounds good to me. <laughs> All right, I, I think, uh, like, if I'm being honest, if I'm being unbiased third party here, Tyler wins the point guard with SGA over Ja. Okay. I think if, if, they're, if, they're, if, they're, if they're playing good, I think Mitchell is better than Jalen Brown. Oh man! I think Mitchell can Mitchell can also be much worse than Jalen Brown. I don't know. That's I, true. I'm gonna call it. I'm gonna call it a. I think consistency. Yeah. I think Brown's better. In a seven game series, Brown is going to be overall better. But I think in a seven game series, Mitchell's going to have a couple games where he might go off. All right. Just because he's been doing it for so long, I give the nod to KD over JT. I give the nod to Giannis over Zion, but AD I think is on a different level than the Joker. Yeah, so I, I don't know that that those two are teams are even. I, I um, only took the Joker just because he, almost, he's consistently been there. I almost, I almost, I almost forgot about. I, I think, I think I had drafted the best one too, but you guys killed me three through five. Oh yeah, you have the best one too. It's not even close. But, Luca Bucker might be the best one too. I yeah. mean, I. AD at his best though he's better than any of these guys at his best he's the best player to me. Oh yeah, I'd agree with that. That's what's interesting about this too is we we kept it young. Like Curry Curry was not drafted. LeBron, um, LeBron was not drafted. Harden. So yeah, is KD James the Hard, oldest James person? Harden. Probably. KD's the oldest person. I think. I mean, I had to take KD's him. KD's play style has really not changed a whole lot with his age. 
Oh, and he's, that, like that, that's the thing. He's and he's not a super physical guy, which yeah. <laughs> he's 34. I think he still has about three, uh, a good three or four years at least. And, and I think you yeah. have to take him still. Yeah. All right. I need a shooter. I'll tell you if that that'd be interesting if we had Fisher Aaron on too, because I think the next point guard to go probably should have been Halliburton, just because how young I, he is. I would argue Darius Garland. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. I, I think I would take – I've kind of It'd be close, him. though. Those It would be between those two. Halliburton is definitely up there. Yeah. I mean, if you, in all honesty, if you were to – if you were to, like, the ideal uh, point guard right now for his age, Halliburton might be the best. Like, if you put him with Devin Booker, that would be unreal. Yeah. All right, guys. NBA is wrapping up here. Wrapping up the NBA episode. Anything else on the NBA? Follow, Get in the chalkboard, man. We're just yeah. we're giving we're, we're giving out locks. That's what we need to do. We need to follow the chalkboard. We're hot, baby. We are hot. I'll be I'll be even hotter when I graduate on Saturday. Be hotter when he graduates on Saturday. Not physically, but gambling wise. Yes. Uh, yeah. Anyway, you gotta get rid of the red hair. That's the problem. Anyway. Oh, okay. <laughs> we'll see you next time. Yes. All right. Everybody, bet responsibly. We'll see you.